guess what time it is? That's right. It's two old guys on the back porch time. I am Steve Scotch. And she is Cat. That's C-A-T making all the little boys cry. Cat, what's up? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, um, Amazon Music, Audible, and Apple Podcast. We can also be found on Facebook and Instagram. And this week, we're going to shout out two of our listeners. One is in El Segundo, California. El Segundo is Spanish for hidden, as in for the hidden water. And the other, believe it or not, is Genova, France, home of the 1968 Winter Olympics. For you French, merci pour vous attention, and thank you for listening. France. En français. Wow, we have traveled far. All right, alcohol was put on this earth to be consumed, and consume it we will. Today, I'm just going with the black and tan. It's, I like it when it's chilly. It's kind of thick. I don't know. I do my own. Half Newcastle, half Guinness. And this stuff will put a buzz on you. That's the main reason I like it. Kat, what are you rocking today? I am rocking a brand new discovery for me. It is the pineapple margarita. Ooh. It's uh, none of the vehicles. How many have you had? Um, a few. Already? You okay. know. As right, Teresa well, on Real Housewives, New Jersey tells, it makes you taste good. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear that. Tina. All right. <laughs> my ears are burning. I just love pineapple juice. It tastes so good. It okay. makes you taste good. Oh, boy. All right. Speaking of alcohol, today we're going to dole out hint. Pineapple Dole. Dole oh my out God. He went tips. there. Do we have a rim shot on that thing? Oh, um, my God. All right. We're going to dole out a few tips to help you make damn near any cocktail you want to try. You know, we keep rolling out these cocktail of the week every week. And we were doing this pretty much before the pandemic. So some people True. became bartenders because they just couldn't get to their favorite watering hole. Some right. of the restaurants have been giving you margaritas to go. Yeah. And I think you can do it at home. I don't know about the to-go thing. I have nothing against it, just if you live close. I mean, the thing could get a little watered down well, I mean, before what, you get it to the house. In Louisiana, they have drive through hurricane and, and daiquiri. And who, who's going to hand you a, a mixed drink? In your car, and you're not going to start slamming it before you get home. I, I'm just going to sit it over that, there and, and look know, at it. Like the little plastic no thing. On, that thing's going to be drained. The little plastic straw little thing isn't going to be indentured okay. before you get home. I have no problem with it. Go for it. But anyway, all you need are a few tools to get your party started. Okay. Now, look, me and the wifey, we don't, we don't go out drinking anymore. We, we might go downtown and see a band every once in a while. But... The, but there's several factors that keep us right here on the back porch with our alcohol. One Kano, is County Sheriff's Department. That's right. your first one. I don't want a drunk driving ticket. And obviously, I'm going to be driving us. And I'm not going to get into uh, my past. I've never had a drunk driving ticket. And I want to keep it that way. Number, 
Another reason is we're just getting too old to hang. Let's let's go ahead and put it out there. The bar scene for us, you know, is pretty much done. Now there's a pretty good pretty big cougar scene up here. Oh, cougar. Um, they don't mind going out and that thing's like parking lot's full seven nights a week. So somebody's in there drinking, but hey, maybe they got a ride or Uber or whatever the hell. Um, you know, the coronavirus, it did kind of wipe the nightlife out pretty much right off the map out here. It, it's starting to pick up and be better. I don't know. I mean, another reason to fix myself a drink at home is, I know this sounds chintzy, I don't care. 10 and 12 bucks for a mixed drink that's got one shot of liquor in it. Am I wrong? Is that insane? They call I it know. a craft cocktail all day long. I don't give a damn. It's it's a mixed drink, and you want $12 for it? You can go away. There's a restaurant down, down the road that has the ultimate G&T, and I gin am and a tonic. gin and tonic girl from way back, and it's pretty much not that special. I mean, it's gin, and maybe Hendrix gin, Right. There's tonic and maybe a sprig of rosemary. Right. Um, I think I can get that at home. Yeah, I it. To pay ten bucks, twelve bucks from, and pretty much it's just a weak ass drink. Is what it is. That's what you're getting. You know, I don't want to call myself a professional drinker. I don't want to be. But when somebody hands me a mixed drink at a bar, or club, or somewhere, and I turn it up, and I can barely taste the alcohol or none at all. I just go ahead and slam that thing down in like, I don't know, 10 minutes, go right back in his face and go get another one. Now, the cool bar- bartenders, when you do that to them, they pick up on it and they know. And so, especially when you're tipping them, you know, he's going to go ahead and give you a shot and a half or just o- do a little overpour on it just well, because let's... you showed him, I'm not here for your weak ass drinks. Anyway. We're going to get into be your own bartender, and you don't have to deal with all that. And it's not that hard. Again, you hear me say this all the time. If I can do it, you can do it. I mean, look, my my bartending skills were like I could make a seven and seven. Okay, that <laughs> this that's is the where base, I was. This is the basis that we started at. And and now I'm, you know, I'm not saying. I'm a professional, but I, I I can do a whole lot more than I could. And, you know, we started trying new drinks and found out it's not that hard. Look, here's the main thing you have to get up off of your dead ass to start with. Okay, that's the first thing. You got to stand on your feet, use your head, and, and get going. Um, you know, the drink doesn't make itself. It, it, here's all you need to get started. And this is going to cost you maybe about 30 bills is you got to get one of those bar spoons, that tall, curvy thing, and you're like, I don't need that. Just get it. Just get it. I'm telling you, it's cool. It works great. Get a mixing glass, okay? Get one that has, you know, it's thick. They're about maybe eight inches tall. And uh, you'll know it when you see it. Some of them have, like, cocktail recipes right on the side of those mixing glasses. Mine does. Get a jigger, you know, use a shot glass, but... You can use a shot glass, but the jigger's better because you got what? The half ounce on one side and the ounce on the other? Right. Well, I've got the um, Japanese one in here that has two and one. Yeah, but the yeah, other yeah. One, that's a good one to the get. The other one I've got is just the one and one and a half. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last thing you need is a shaker. Uh, I only use the bottom of the shaker. Now, see, here's the, where our the, difference the, comes. The actual container part. Because I hate that damn strainer thing. That, that thing's a bitch to try to get out of the top of every time you mix a drink. So what I do is I'll mix in the mixing glass. And then once I get it all in there, I'll, I'll dump it over to the shaker. And then I'll dump it back and just like go back and forth, back and now forth see, about six times. Here's where Steve and I have verge. It's, I it's, love shaking a drink. I know. The, I the, the bartenders, when you go on YouTube, it's like, it's the, like the precision they're doing maracas or something. Maracas. And it's, it's like a showcase, even if you're in your own home. I got you. Just you're, get the shaker. It's, it'll it's, work. It's a, it's, a sh it's a drink and a show. Right, right. All right. Now you got your spoon. You got your mixing glass. You got your jigger. You got your shaker set up. You're good to go. Now, here's the fun part. You go to the liquor store and load the hell up, okay? Now, you don't have to buy top shelf everything. Some things like bourbon, tequilas, vodkas, you know, I would... Tequila and vodka is really not that expensive. Would you say? I don't think they are. No, some no. of the bourbons are too high. But, but the rum and the scotch, I mean, the scotch and the bourbons are high. Yeah. Um, the rum, the vodka, um, gin, spend some money on gin. If, if you're going to do gin, do not get a cheap gin. No, do because not. Because that get is a garbage. Yeah. Anyway, and while you're there, get a couple of mixers. Think, think about what you want to try before you go in there. Again, this I know this sounds like it takes a little effort because it does. Get off your dead ass and, and get moving, and, and you'll be glad you did. Now, think about, do you want a margarita? Then get some margarita mix. Do you want Bloody Mary? Then get the Trace Agave Bloody Mary mix. Just think about what you want to make before you go in there. Simple syrup is always good to have on hand. Uh, Cat will tell you lime juice is a must-have. Lime juice, lemon juice. L lemon, lemon juice, lime juice, simple, simple syrup. syrup. And, and oh, what, no, what's, what's the other one Dan likes? Agave? Yeah. Um, now, here's why we're talking about this. Once you start fooling around, making yourself a really good cocktail, you'll find out like we did that a lot of these drinks use the same freaking ingredients you just change like one little thing. Am I right, Kat? Like change, one drink right, has right. this mixer, the other one has a different mixer. Or this one, it's the same mixer, but it's a different alcohol. And then it, it, next thing you know, you've learned how to make like 10 drinks and, and you didn't even know it. And, and you're not going to like them all. Like I said, if you listen to some of our podcasts, you've, I've, I fell in love with the Manhattan. I never had one till I don't know the end of last year and I love that freaking drink and and you're not going to know until you experiment and like I said it's not that costly to to try this stuff um again I, who would have thought I would be drinking martinis nobody that <laughs> knows not me. me but again it it was just but mostly you're doing vodka right you're yeah. not usually using gin I have done the gin ones I don't mind the gin ones Okay. But anyway. All right. Uh, okay, one more pet peeve for me on the 
drinking thing. A lot of people, now I, I am infamous for my Pinterest page, and I do a whole thing on cocktails. If you are a Pinterest user or collaborator or whatever, or sharer, do not think that making a drink is some random liquor in some bottle of Simply, and you made the hippie drink or whatever, you just made, and usually on these posts, I mean, I got, I got 360 some followers on Pinterest. Usually on these posts, the girls don't even give measurements. They just, here's your list simply, and here's your liquor. And oops, I made a, a poo poo drink, you know. Make some reasonable thoughts about what you're going to be drinking and how you're going to present that to other people. Have some professionalism if you're going to make a Pinterest page on that stuff. Because yeah. that's not really a drink. Yeah. That's just two things you mix together. Again, go get the tools of the trade. It's not that many. Hit the liquor store. Get you 7-Up, ginger ale, a little bit of everything. And you can look these drinks up. That's all we're doing. Go on the interwebby there and pull them up and try them and see what happens. Again. I mean, it's, it's cheaper than a DUI, yeah, and it's cheaper than going. I'm not saying don't go out. You're young, go out. I did, we did, we enjoyed ourselves. Go for it, me and the wife. You know, if it's anything you saw on God, Real Housewives, and you're interested in trying, quit it. quit mentioning Real Housewives, <laughs> okay? And you're interested in try it. Nobody. Look it up. I'm sure somebody on Pinterest or Liquor.com has got a combination of that cocktail, and just try it. That's it might right. be your new fave. All right, be your own bartender. All right, we're going to roll right into one tough son of a bitch. Today's winner is Helen Keller. Was born in, can't say it, Tuscumbia, Tuscumbia? Sorry, I butchered it. He... Alabama. Tuscumbia, I don't understand. It looks like I wrote this. Okay, there's a thing on Google. You can say the word, and they'll tell you how to pronounce things before you People try People who live there know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, she was born June 27, 1880. Now, Helen was born healthy, but after an illness, lost her sight and hearing at 19 months old. Now, you just stop right there. Stop right there stopped okay close your eyes and cover your ears and you think that's the way helen keller lived every minute of her life and she did sit in the corner and cry okay take that back she did not sit in the corner and cry no she was a fighter now, now, we've got the thing, back in my day, if you don't know who Helen Keller is, look her up. We had to study about her. I remember hearing about this lady when I was a kid in There's school. There's a lot of good movies about her, too. Was it? Yeah. Okay, We. what makes me so mad today is we have these million-dollar athletes today crying about their freaking mental illness and everybody's got some kind of damn anxiety issue and social issue and social anxiety and all this shit. Just basically so they can get some uh, medical marijuana prescription, which I don't have a problem with that. But now, this lady, she woke up one day 
with nothing, no sight, no hearing. At seven years old, she was up to 60 hand signs where she could communicate with her family. She could tell who entered the house by the vibrations of their footsteps. Very, very smart girl. Also at age seven, Ann Sullivan entered her picture and taught Helen how to spell words by touching certain spots on her palm. And, and these two would be companions for, for 50 years. Um, Ann Sullivan is a big part of the uh, Helen Keller story. Uh, she graduated from college, the first deaf and blind person to do it. And as Kat mentioned, there's movies about her, there's books, documentaries out there about this woman. Look her up. Uh, Helen Keller died in 1968 at the age of 87 now 87 um of course she learned braille she actually enjoyed music now a, this deaf lady she could actually feel the beat okay i love this lady i mean again we learned about her in school um i'm sure they probably stopped that by now i don't know um Open up a dictionary. Why would they stop that by now? I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> They've run everything else out of the school. Oh, just Lord. just look, open up a dictionary if you can find one of those. It used to be a big printed thick book about twice oh. the size of a... And, and you look, mean encyclopedia? No, I said dictionary. Okay. And look up the word inspiration. And there's a picture of Helen Keller, who, by the way, was a very attractive lady, too. Just going to throw that in there. Anyway, Helen Keller, 87 years old, she lived. What a run. And that makes Helen Keller, she was one tough son of a... All right, today, cocktail of the week, it's the mudslide. And this one is a shaker. Okay. Shaker? I think it is. Okay. Uh, it's pretty much not for people watching their weight. The, no. The well, mudslide as... is 384 calories. It's sort of like a Starbucks drink with uh, alcohol in it. Well, shit, Starbucks, I think they did start putting alcohol in some of their drinks. I don't know. I think the one in Chicago, yeah. Okay. All right, here's what I got. Shot of vodka. Shot of Kahlua. A shot of Bailey's Irish cream and a shot of heavy cream. Pour it into a shaker filled with ice. Shake the shit out of it and bam, you got a mudslide. Again, vodka, Kahlua, Bailey's Irish cream, and heavy cream. And also, if you want to make it into like a, a frozen one, you can substitute the heavy cream for two cups Two scoops of vanilla ice cream and a half a cup of ice. I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna pass on that one. That it sounds good. I'm it sure. sounds good. And TGI Fridays has made many, money, many, oh, many, have, much money. I mean, they even people, have it. They have it as a mix that you can make yeah, it. Yeah. I've heard people in movies, not many movies, but they're like order a mudslide i didn't know what it was now i know do you but the place where it started it wasn't 
a cold place where you would think you would have it for operate ski or something. Right. It was a very warm place. It was the wreck bar in the Grand Cayman Islands mm. in the mid-70s. That's when the, the story goes, the customer ordered a white Russian, but the bar didn't have any heavy cream, so they happened to stock of Irish cream, so they used that instead for the mudslide. It was boring. Huh. Okay. There you go. Give it a try, the mudslide. Mm, it's one of those, just like the white Russian. I think it's really good in the wintertime, the creaminess yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I could probably maybe, looking at those ingredients, maybe drink two. And then <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I'm a little heavy on the heavy cream. I'm out. All right, today we were bumpered in by one of my favorite bands ever, The Cars. Formed in 1976 from Boston, Massachusetts. Rick Ocasek, Benjamin Orr, Elliot Easton, Greg Hawks, and Chris Robinson on drums. I didn't even have to look at the paper. I already knew that. He's I mean, a fan. You know, I can I can tell you the names without looking at the cheat notes. Big fan of The Cars right here. I saw them... I know twice in the 80s, it seemed like I saw them five times. I don't know. We it, When they came around Richmond, we went and saw them. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2018 as well. They should be. In 1978, they put out their first album. Now, I'm like 14 years old. And this thing called New Wave, right? Right. And what they call it came out. And I hear the car is doing, it was Bye Bye Love, uh, moving in stereo. Is that Buddy Holly? Huh? Buddy Holly, Bye Bye Love? No, I'm thinking somebody else. No, the cars. The cars, I know. There's a song called Bye okay. Bye Love. There was one by Buddy Holly, very similar. It's a lyric to a Buddy Christ, Holly song. Sorry. All right, That's, moving in stereo. It's a reference. You're all I've got tonight. It, it was totally different from anything to me, on FM radio at the time. You know, and then in 79, they came out with the album Candio. Uh, I love that freaking song. I was hooked. Later in the 80s, they were on the regular rotation on MTV, but then it got a little cheesy to me. That's when the videos are more important than the songs. Yeah, uh, the end of the Cars thing. I didn't, uh, I, they're, like, their first three or four albums I love. Rick Ocasek. Uh, he put out a good solo album in 82. Uh, unfortunately, Rick passed away, is it two or three years ago? Yeah, he and pa Paulina Paraskova had already been divorced. Which was weird. Um, and then he died, and the sons got all the money. Wow. Very talented Rick Ocasek. Uh, songwriter, performer. Hell, he produced many bands that you've heard of. So uh, check out The Cars wherever you get your music. And uh, we want to thank the cars for rocking. We want to thank y'all for listening. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.